0: Hi
1: guys, welcome to Don't Quit Your Daydream. I'm
0: Sian and I'm Shana and we invite you to join us, two friends, as we discuss the highs and lows of writing.
1: Come and take a seat and make your writing dreams come true.
0: Hey daydreamers, welcome back to Don't Quit Your Daydream. Today we're going to talk about how to deal with not being where you want to be in your career, um, Obviously, me and Charlene, we are both are writers, we both have written professionally, but we're not quite where we want to be in our careers yet. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah?
1: We've got a way to go. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, we wanted to talk about how to deal with that, really, because it can be upsetting when you focus on the fact that you've got so far to go. It can be upsetting when you know that you want to be a published author, you want to be a successful author, a best selling author, an international best selling author, <laughs> but you haven't got there yet. And it can feel like you may never get there. And we wanted to kind of give you a pep talk and just talk about how to deal with that and how to shift your mindset about that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what would you say is something that you're thinking about this year? Because I know that you've had a really massive mindset shift. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to explain for everyone what your mind shift, ugh, mindset mindset <laughs> shift <laughs> is
1: for the to <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> for this year? Um, yeah, it's kind of that thing of number one, living in the moment. Yeah, totally agree. I think we we are constantly and I think social media has a, a major part really to play does, in this. Yeah. We are constantly changing, chasing. Yeah. The next thing. Yes. And and never because satisfied. we're never satisfied, and because we're constantly chasing the next thing, even when we get to the next thing, we don't enjoy it. Yeah. And so, like for 2023, I think my 2022 was like evolve. Yes. 2023, I, like I think, is living in the moment because it. it's just enjoying being where you are, even when you're not where you want to be yet. Yeah. Because every stage of where you are gets you to where you want to be. Yes. And if you don't enjoy it, I actually think that it makes the journey longer. Because it does. It yeah. does. And, and not necessarily physically longer, but mentally longer. Yeah, yeah. Because you can, you could be, let's say, five days away from a weekend because mm. you're at work and you could spend every single day at work thinking, I just want the weekend. Yeah. And every one of those days are going to feel like, Oh my gosh. It's like is, that
0: saying the watch yeah. part never boils. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it just feels um like do you know what? Every day is grueling, every day yep. is painful just to get to this weekend, yep, right? I and and that's that saying, living for the weekend. It's mm. it's not a great thing. So many of us do it, but it's not a great thing. Whereas if you just Okay, it's Monday. Well, I've got planned today. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on Tuesday. This on Wednesday. Before you know it, the weekend's here. Yeah. And then you can actually just genuinely enjoy it because you've lived in the moment of the Monday, of the Tuesday, of the Wednesday. You haven't lived Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get to Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Um So I think living in the moment is is really important. And also being aware of why you are where you are at the time. Because every step that we do take, as well as just being thankful and grateful for it, there is a learning curve in it. So you may not be published yet. And it could simply be because you don't, you're not ready. You don't have enough knowledge. So it could be that, yes, you query. And let's say, let's pretend you go in the traditional publishing route, because obviously we know there's different routes. But let's say you go the traditional publishing route and you query and you fail. You could live in the moment of, I've failed and I've been rejected so many times. Or you could live in the moment of, you know what, okay, yeah, Mm. I have been rejected, but what have these rejections taught me? Mm. Because every rejection gets you closer to getting enough. Every
0: rejection is redirection. Oh, I love
1: that. (laughs) Um, But it does, doesn't it? It teaches you, okay? So... And, and each time you get closer, so it could be that you query someone and they say, mm, this doesn't work because of this. And then you tweak this and yeah. then you get a little bit closer and you get a little bit closer until you actually reach the goal. But the, the, the thing is that if you didn't have all those rejections or those moments and you didn't live in them you never get to the next stage. So if you wallow in them and you just think, I can't do this anymore, you set yourself back anyway. So you never get to where you want to get to. Can I add
0: to that? That yeah, yeah, like if you're not living in the moment, you're going to miss those lessons that you're being taught Yes, because you're too busy beating yourself (laughs) up and being like, why haven't I got this thing that I deserve? I thought I would be here by this age, by this time. And you're missing those beautiful things that you're actually being told that you're being taught by either like, you know, God, the universe, or literally from that person who's giving you advice. But you're just like, no, they're trash, I'm not yeah. going to listen. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sad. It's yeah. sad. And it, it comes back then to that um,
1: living for the weekend theory where you, you can make Monday be 24 hours or you can make Monday feel like a week in itself. Yes. And yeah, so it, it's that same thing. You can make query and feel like, mm. I'm, and I'm just using query as an example yeah, because course. it's a writing related yeah. thing. You can make query and feel like you've been there forever, and as they call it, the query trenches. Or you can just make it feel like a really cool journey. You yeah. can, you could be querying and still writing, still mm-hmm. learning, still perfecting your craft, still growing, creating a portfolio yeah. of books that you, Which you we,
0: have. Which we um, like, think that you should do that because obviously yeah, the more stories that you write, the better. It doesn't yeah. matter if you haven't published any of them yet. Yeah. Yeah. If you're writing whilst querying, that's perfect because you've got the next absolutely. one to query.
1: Yeah, and you know what's an amazing example is like at the moment with Colleen Hoover and seeing... You know, you know that she's been my favourite author since 2012 (laughs) and it's like in 2012 when she first published, you know, she was, she was living in a trailer park and she didn't really have much money. And then she, you know, does this thing that she's wanted to do, but never tried to do. And then, you know, she gets a bit of success and that goes really great and she works on her books and she builds a fan base and she's living in this nice bubble of actually having these people that are coming back and wanting her book. And then she's got all these books and suddenly we get to like lockdown and TikTok discovers that. Mm -hmm. And suddenly all this hard work that she done when she was living in the moment of creating those books and not thinking about now, but Mm -hmm. just thinking about then have now suddenly made her, I think she was on, she was, I'm sure they said she talked to, like, James Patterson and yeah. John Grisham on the Forbes surprised. list, yeah. like, this year. She's everywhere these yeah, days. Yeah, I think they said she sold, like, 8.7 million Something books. Like that. That's yeah. That's crazy in a year. Yeah. So it's like... But some of those books that got her that were published, sorry, in 2015, written before that. So... There you go. When you are living in the moment and just enjoying it, look at what you can replay later around when you put the work in. It's not always... I think sometimes we get caught up, especially with writing, about the here and now, and how successful am I now? How am I doing now? And, you know, there's a saying in the publishing industry that I really love, which is that your backlist sells your frontlist. So sometimes people are so concerned on, I've got this new book and I'm going to do this, and this one has to be the amazing Mm -hmm. one. But actually, sometimes when you just take your time and you keep writing, and you're really good at this with, you know, keep writing and keep Mm -hmm. producing stories, when you have lots of stories, to say you have 10 stories that haven't done great, when you publish that 11th one that does great, suddenly it makes all of the yes. 10 behind. <laughs> suddenly you're a best-selling author because now everyone wants all your books, yes. but they didn't before. And yeah. it's that thing of staying committed and yeah. not giving up. And this is something I'm working on. I'm saying this to you guys, but my gosh, it's it's a journey I'm going on this year. I've gone back to a place and, and I've told Shana, just going back to loving writing, writing for fun, stop writing with the idea of publishing, though yeah. yes, that is a goal. But that goal has prevented me from living in the moment. It's prevented me from just loving writing, enjoying writing, writing what I genuinely want to write. And I'm chasing.
0: Exactly. Chasing a goal. When the goal becomes a prison, what's the point? Absolutely. Because there's, there's these goals that we have that are, beautiful and exciting and motivating and it's like oh I can't wait to wake up and to chase my goals and then there's the goals that hang over you like this massive weight that feels too heavy to carry and it feels Mm -hmm. exhausting to think about it all the time and all you can do is look at what you don't have and what you aren't in comparison to this goal and those are goals aren't healthy if yeah. a goal doesn't make you, like I say, jump out of bed with excitement, then maybe it's something that you need to let go of. Absolutely. And ag- again, me and Charlene both want to be published. We're not saying we don't want to be, but yeah. we just don't need to have that at the forefront of our mind anymore. Yeah. Instead, we've got a whole bunch of other goals, like, hey, write, write yeah. the book, finish the day. <laughs> <book. laughs> be excited. But yeah, like just do anything. Like there's so many yeah. other goals that you can set. Um and I would I would encourage you to set different goals if yeah. you're feeling too much like but I'm not here yet I'm not here yet and that's making Absolutely. you feel down so for me, I'm I'm similar to Charlene. and I had this revelation a few. I don't even know when it was. Maybe 2020. Yeah, you have like maybe... been
1: killing it for the last few years. So you you had this I, revelation. I think way. it was 2020. I mean, you that told was kind me of a spiritual I year still for me. Didn't have
0: the <laughs> but we all have. But at this show, we all have our own timelines, absolutely, and we have to learn the yeah. lessons at different yeah, times. Absolutely. Um, but I I at that year needed to tell myself as well to not pursue publishing, to not see publishing yeah. as something that's going to save me, because that's yeah. what we kept thinking of yeah. it as, like. Really? and it, and we under, we get that because yeah. you, you just want to
1: do what yeah, you love. You want to wake up every morning, you want to just feel amazing, mm. have your own time, yes. do something that allows you to see your friends and live yeah. life and spend time with family and your partner if you have one and your yeah. children if you have them. But those things take time. They yeah. they don't happen overnight, you know. People talk about overnight successes. There there's just no such there's thing such like no... overnight successes are like decades in or, the making. You yeah. Know. yeah. So yeah. it's like pacing yourself and I think you know that revelation yeah yeah. that revelation is so important of you know I think when we're talking about writing of just writing because when you lose that and and you do what we we did and you've you've come out of it before me which is brilliant but that thing of feeling like you know I just want to publish so bad and I'm yearning for it so much that actually you lose sight of why you're yearning for it and you just get fixated on the goal of I want to become published. But actually what I've realised over this, this period um, where I feel like I've been a bit more enlightened is that I wasn't even able to clearly see anymore the stories that I love to write because I was so obsessed with publishing that I think, subconsciously somewhere, I was even starting to just write things or come up with stories that I thought would sell. Right. As opposed to stories that... And not on purpose, no, but just naturally. Our and,
0: minds are crazy. They can do that without yeah. us noticing, noticing. yeah. And when
1: you unpick it, you actually think... This isn't really the story I want to tell. This is just a story that I think would sell. But actually, how the hell do I know what's going to sell in two years? No, of course. Because publishing changes. Yeah, yeah, whether it's it's self publishing, traditional publishing, it changes and it keeps changing. So, Mm -hmm. why am I writing a story for now when? My story not, might not be ready for, for a year and in a year's time, my story could be the perfect yeah. story. <laughs> so I think you have to trust your gut. You have to trust what you want to do. If you're not enjoying it, why, why would we even want to be artists? It doesn't yes. make sense because yeah. it's supposed to be an expression of self. It's supposed yeah. to be a way of communicating and understanding... Mm. Um, and Seeing the world through different eyes, yes, and I agree. sometimes just escapism and having yeah. fun. And and how can you do that when you're putting the pressure on yourself? It's yeah. just impossible.
0: That's what I've literally been thinking about more this year. Is that yeah. like last year? I felt a lot of pressure, not just in my creativity, but in my life. Anyway, and I don't want that pressure this year. This year, I want to just feel so much more ease. I want to turn up to write feeling like, ah, yeah, I can't wait to do this. Oh, oh, this doesn't feel heavy. This feels this feels light. And I think the Times where it doesn't feel like is either one, you're thinking about, like you say, the big goals and it doesn't even have to be a publishing goal. Maybe you're doing NaNoWriMo, for example, and you're trying to do 50,000 words in one month. That can be difficult if you're somebody who hasn't done that before. That can feel horrible and then it can just take all the fun out of it. So what's the point of doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is comparison. Oh so if you're gosh, yeah. sitting there, like you said, with social media, you're Absolutely. sitting there on social media looking at other people who maybe have written no. so much more than you. Maybe they're an overnight success, like you yeah. said, but they're not really. But they're you think never that they are, really are they. or they're yeah. somebody who um, is just successful in some other type of way in their life. It yeah. can feel like, oh, well, why aren't I successful? Yeah. Why, what, am I doing wrong? And of course, you're not doing anything wrong, but no. you don't know what's happened behind the scenes in that person's life. Absolutely. You don't know how they've got no. there, yeah, um, or who might have helped them get there. So mm. you know, comparisons just it just stills all your your joy from everything you're doing. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, when you're not, you're doing something because you have to and not because you want to. Yeah. And sadly, I mean, it's hard because yeah. with writing, you have to have a certain level of discipline. Uh, if you don't show up, you ain't going to get done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Mm-hmm. But... That discipline shouldn't be so rigid that, mm. like you said, the creativity comes out of it because yeah, we are be creatives. <laughs> <laughs> we are creatives at our core. And if it doesn't feel like you said self-expression, if it doesn't feel natural, if it doesn't feel like yeah, you're in yeah. line and in tune with what you want to do, yeah. then it's it might get written, but it won't be your best work. It might right. get written, but you won't enjoy it absolutely and what's the point in that that's yeah. just sad for me yeah. and i think your readers absolutely. can feel that they can yeah. feel that energy they, they can the so feel it and thinking back to your
1: it. point about comparison yeah i think and i think i learned this is that there's a real fine line between inspiration and comparison yes because 100%. i love and i think it's healthy to do this i love watching other authors yeah. and hearing about their journeys and seeing how they got where they got it's very inspiring yes But it stops being inspiring when you start comparing, like, oh, they were this age and did that. And, oh, they wrote this and they did that. Mm -hmm. You've got to have a healthy dose of inspiration, but not allow it to slip into comparison. Because comparison is dangerous. And comparison is silly, really, because the whole idea is that we are unique in our own way. Yes, there are many similar stories, but... No matter how... You can get 20 vampire stories, but they're written by 20 different people. They're 20 different stories. And they feel different and they just come across different and you have a different experience. But readers still pick them up because that's the experience they're looking for. Yes. So it sounds weird in one way. People keep telling us to be different and to be this. But actually, when you really think about it, if you think about your taste, if you love a book, you often then, your next book, you're looking for the same kind yes, of I agree, enjoyment. Yeah. So you love quirky books, for mm. example. I love books with romance yeah. in. So I love A Good Enemies to Lovers. So when I pick up a book... I still want that book to have the same thing. I just want a slightly different experience. I don't want the same exact story, but I want the same tropes and the same, do you know what I mean? The same things I like. So I think it's, it's understanding as well that you can write something similar, but different. it sounds so weird (laughs) to say that together, but you can write a trope filled story that goes across completely different to the other trope filled story that was, that was written and, and, and not, you know so don't compare yourself to someone no. don't think that oh, okay you know i love jk rowling and that's the kind of thing let's say i would want to write but you know she's already done it now yeah. N- well no because you know before she did it i'm sure the worst witch was before harry yeah. potter yeah but harry potter blew up and the mm-hmm. worst witch didn't so it's understanding that there's room for everybody and and there's there's versions of stories that everybody can tell yeah. um mm-hmm. So that that fine line between inspiration and comparison yeah, is,
0: is... I think you can tell the difference between inspiration and comparison yeah. if it becomes personal. Love so yeah, obviously if you're like, yeah. oh, I love how this author did this. I love how that was done this way. Or, oh, that cover's so beautiful, I would like that for mine. That's all inspiration. Or, mm-hmm. oh, this is the writing routine that I do. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I might try that. Yep. That's inspiration. Yep. But when it becomes about... I'm so awful because I don't wake up at 5am like this author. oh, that's dangerous.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or I don't have a fancy degree from Oxford University, so I'm never going to make it like that author did. I which don't have a good wider vocabulary because that author does. Like those type of things, is where you yeah. start bashing yourself, you start making it personal, and that's coming from a different place. Yeah. That's wrong. That's like jealousy as well, which jealousy yeah. is okay, but yeah. as long as you recognize that you're being jealous and then you shift those fears. Yeah. yeah, you just correct yourself. Exactly, yeah. and you've got like, to have okay, that self awareness. This, this is something that I want. I, I'm jealous mm-hmm. of that person because it's something I want, and mm-hmm. what am I going to do now to get myself to be there? Yeah. And again, like we said, don't start to chart that course. From a negative place like oh my life's so awful or i'm so far but i'm I'm gonna push Mm -hmm. myself and strive and stress myself out and Mm -hmm. neglect my other duties and not look after myself just to get this done exactly like life is to be lived now like charlene said i think the absolute biggest takeaway from for this and for life Mm -hmm. (laughs) is to just be present in the moment because That's what we are not good at in mm-hmm. this modern age. It's mm-hmm. so easy to be distracted by social media, by your phone, yeah. to be doing a thousand things at once, to mm-hmm. not be paying attention just to the person sitting next to you. And I think that's really sad. It's devastating. I was You're funny enough, out. I was speaking about that yeah. at work today with a student. Um, oh. I work in a school, guys. <laughs> and um, yeah, we were,
1: you know, her her carer was there as well we were talking about this thing of people being around a dinner table and everyone's on the phone and that's how sad so that sad. really is that, really sad. yeah that nobody can stop to live in the moment and talk to one another and enjoy one another's company yeah. just for a bit like i just had my birthday and it's probably one of the best birthdays i had and all we did was my, my family came around the house and they bought me like this really cool karaoke mic thing oh, perfect. and so we did like karaoke we did charades and none of us were on our phones for the whole oh, time So good. And we had other than using the phone to link to make (laughs) music but um we wasn't on them and we just had such a a fun time we ate at the table together with no phones we had a laugh and a joke we did the whole blowing out the candles (laughs) and it was just fun it was fun and it was a work night and I didn't want to go to bed but I was like I need to go to bed (laughs) but it was it was so refreshing I didn't even have the urge to look at my phone and I think sometimes we we forget that and yeah. and And it's so sad, but I wanted to also just go back to one point you made, because mm-hmm. I think it's really important, and that is the discipline because I think that yes, we need to live in the moment, yes, we need mm-hmm. to enjoy ourselves and not put too much constraints on ourselves and too much pressure, but there is a discipline and yeah. a routine and and this is something I'm learning this year right. because I lack that often mm-hmm. um I'm very good at work with that, but outside yeah. of work once work finishes I'm like I'm over <laughs> I've given everything I can to work I can't do it anymore yeah. um, but discipline is so important for when you do want to succeed yes. because yes you want to have fun yes you want to write the stories you want to tell but you still have to have the discipline to show up for yourself, yeah. to live in the moment. You know, you can't live in a moment that you can't be bothered to turn up for. That is so true. So there, there has to be that balance. But it's it's the kind of discipline. I think, you know, Shana does it really well. If, you, if you, any of you follow her on Instagram, she, she does it really well in the she makes it become just a part of life. It doesn't take over her life, but she includes it. So she might do her yoga, walk her dog, spend time with her partner. She does all these great things, spend time with family, take some downtime and then write. And it's not a, oh, pressure, I've got to do it. But there is a discipline that part of my day includes this thing that I love. And so that discipline is something I'm working to get back because I think that because I've made writing such a pressure Mm. for so long, I no no longer have the discipline to turn up for it because it scares me still because there's still this thing of like, I've made it such a big burden in my head that now turning up for it and being disciplined to turn up for it terrifies me. It's this
0: mountain to climb.
1: Absolutely. And so I have to undo that. And I often say to like the students that I work with, our brains are like a computer and we have to reprogram them sometimes. So I'm really working on reprogramming my mind to understand that. I need to have fun with my writing, and I have the pressure of being published. But I still need to be disciplined because my future goal is to be published. So mm. I can't, I can't burden myself by yeah. being published. But I still need to be disciplined if my future goal at some point is mm-hmm. to be published. And that discipline needs to be to write what I want and enjoy writing yeah. often mm-hmm. and consistently, yeah. so that I can get to where I want one day. Yeah, I know. So I totally, balance. I
0: totally agree. And funnily yeah. enough, as you were talking, I kind of thought. I'm not sure that discipline and the fun are so different. Yeah. Follow my thought for a second. No, I, I, I feel it. I feel <laughs> because, it, tell them. <laughs> because, like, so obviously, if you're disciplined enough to, mm. like you said, be present in the moment, mm. then you are going to have more time, less distractions to get the things done that you need to get yeah. done because you're not wasting time. Also, Absolutely. if you're disciplined enough, you're put into place routines that then create habits, and then once something's a habit, it's super easy to do because it's just natural. Yeah. And I, I know that building habits is difficult, but once the habit is built, everything is just simple. So doing yoga a couple of years back was difficult for me. It's something I wanted to do, but I didn't do regularly. Mm-hmm. But now I've got a routine habit of doing it. That it's just weird not to do it, and I'm like near the end of the day, I'm like, Have, I haven't done yoga. That's weird. Yeah. Like <laughs> That's because it's the so best natural, kind of exactly. Discipline. And I know that, like, on my Sundays, because it, that works for me and my personal life, obviously what works for you is different for you, yeah. but I know that on my Sundays I can get writing done. I know that I like to wake up a, a little bit earlier, like maybe an hour before my partner does, and I'll do some writing, yeah. be, because he's a big distraction. <laughs> <laughs> he's basically like a dog and crazy. I'm going to test But, um, yeah, so you... I think you need the discipline, but also just, I think a better word maybe, self-awareness. I like I, that. I, I, I do. i always nice loved self-awareness. To... Yeah. Let's say self-awareness. Yeah. The self-awareness to Flip be... the
1: words. Sometimes yes, that helps. It, it does. tricks the brain. The discipline sounds Brain's scary. Like <laughs> it, is.
0: it is. It is. But it is. Put it a different it code is. in. <laughs> so let's put in the code of self-awareness. Yeah. We like that. So self-awareness yeah. to know, okay, I'm spending too much time on my phone how can I correct this I'm not being attentive to the people around me how can I correct this I'm not putting in the time to create a habit of my writing how can I correct this and if you're a parent if you're somebody who works um full-time if you're somebody who has multiple jobs you know you know your own life and how to fit it in and I would say if you are somebody who has more stresses than we do more responsibilities than we do Mm You even more so than us need to take the pressure off because you're already amazing for doing all the amazing things that you're doing. The last thing you want is to start hating your writing because you're making it so difficult for yourself. It should be the escape. It should be the the escape. Yeah, if your life's that difficult, please don't make it more difficult. I would never tell anybody
1: that. I mean, this is the thing: five minutes a day of writing is discipline.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: And I'm saying this as someone who doesn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like I say, I'm rewiring my brain, so give me time, people. Yeah. But the, the reality is, five mi- a minute of writing a day, is one sentence It's more than a because sentence it you builds have up that, exactly. that that thing that in your brain that says, "Oh, a I'm gonna, I know." There's so many writers as well, and I love they do certain things. Like they might use incense, they might
0: use yes, little rituals. certain type of music,
1: yeah. certain rituals that put their brain in a mode that says, "Oh." I'm going to write yes. and yes you have to force yourself in the beginning to do that you have to teach yourself you have to mm-hmm. program your brain yeah. to do that first but after a while your brain's just like okay like yeah. I remember when I was really really into my exercise and mm. you know I used to do home workouts and I used to go for walks once I put on my workout clothes I bought a specific outfit for working out my brain said oh it's time to go for a walk <laughs> yeah. and so no matter how tired I was I would be t- really tired like putting on these trousers sitting on my bed <laughs> like, I can't and put the thing on and suddenly my body was like oh 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 we're walking and yeah. it, there was no the tiredness was gone because yeah. my body just got used to that when these are on this yeah. is what we do and we really look forward to it because we yeah. actually really like this time yeah, like we is... listen to a podcast or we call our friend and literally that's we, what that's that. do you know what I mean and so you, you just love it I used to you know even things like just when i was really into cooking healthy and my brain would be like okay i i i used to do this and you guys will probably laugh but i'm a very strange person but i used to pretend i was doing a youtube video when i was cooking so That's i would literally works. like lay out my ingredients and pretend i'm talking to a camera yeah. but actually that got my mindset into gosh cooking's so enjoyable yeah. and like my family <laughs> are like, like who are you talking to i'm like my youtube audience <laughs> and they're just like "Look at you a youtube <laughs> And I used to love it. I was might like, now well. I'm putting it in this spice and that. But you know what? It got my mindset in the point that yeah. I really enjoy cooking. Exactly. And and it's the tricks that work for you. And whatever yeah. tricks work for you. might not be talking to a fake camera. <laughs> but the, the tricks... You just that... admitted
0: that to the <laughs> internet. <laughs> um,
1: but the tricks that work for you, whatever works, works. Yeah. Just, it, it needs to help your brain to understand that this is something you want to do that you're enjoying that you you love doing and sometimes like we were having a conversation before we we started the podcast about you know work and things and sometimes like i work in a school and sometimes i'll admit it's stressful and i've struggled in in past of Mm -hmm. you know do i want to be here this is too much and actually I've, i've had to flip the script and actually realize that you know what This isn't really about me at the moment being here. This is about helping the kids. And actually what I realise is that I absolutely love helping kids. I love when I see kids get the help they need, yes. that, you know, they're struggled with this lesson, but I help them, they have struggled with this thing in their life, or they struggled with opening it's up. It's rewarding. It, it is rewarding. And then, when I do that, actually, I am enjoying my job. Yeah. So, th- the joy is there, I just didn't know how to find it. Yeah. And that was because, I was looking at it all wrong, and my brain was wired to see it as, Oh, another day at work instead yeah. of oh my god, another day I can help people. Yeah, another day that I can change a kid's How life. I'm gonna help
0: someone today? Yeah, and yeah. when you
1: go in with that mindset, you're more likely to achieve those yeah. things. So when I was stressed and I wasn't feeling that way, no, I wasn't helping kids. I was more snappy with the kids. I'm mm. just like getting your lessons, do this. When I slowed down and did that, I have more opportunities to help them. Therefore, I feel more fulfilled and more yeah. re- like it's more rewarding. So I go home thinking. That was a good day. Yeah, like I have this kid and that kid and oh gosh, I walked into like I walked into the isolation room, which is actually a punishment room, mm-hmm. and on Monday when it was my birthday, and they all started singing happy birthday. <laughs> and I'm like, You do know you're all in a punishment, room. they're like, Yeah, but miss it's your birthday. <laughs> and Aww. it's little things like that that even when some of the kids that I put in there for the things they did still <laughs> they still were still singing happy birthday. Yeah, like, they yeah. still singing happy birthday to me. And it's those moments where you realise it's about how you look at things, yes. it's about how you approach them. And it's about understanding what is the joy. So when I was going to work and I'm thinking, I'm supposed to just love this and it's supposed to be fun. And no, sometimes it's challenging and it's hard and it's frustrating. But what is the, what's the joy I'm looking for? And the yeah. joy for me is when that kid, you know, develops a little bit or gets what they need or they smile at the end yeah. of the day. Or I get to make a call home to a parent and say, this great thing has happened. They've done this. I've been able to a positive phone call I've been able to have a positive conversation with a kid or I've been able to even just get them to go to a lesson that they never go into Yeah, you, those are the things that then I realise no that's what is so mm. good about my job that's what I enjoy and so therefore it's no longer waiting for the weekend it's like okay so how's this day going to yeah. go and then when the weekend it's comes it's time. like oh the weekend's here cool yeah. now I'm going to enjoy the weekend you've got to flip the script and you've got to change how you see things it's yes. so important not just for writing but for life and I think for life especially because writing is so much a part of us yes, and yeah. i think if we don't get this skill in life how the hell do you even open up yeah. the, the space in your mind to write yeah. how do you get relaxed enough to be disciplined enough yeah. to that's, write? that's an
0: important point actually because yeah like writing is a mental task mm-hmm. and it's I see it as kind of spiritual and other yeah. people won't see it that way, but no, I, I it comes that. from like your soul. Like it's, yeah. a, it's a big part of your personality and who you are and how yeah. you think. Mm-hmm. And so if those things, those areas in your life are, are, are exhausted and mm-hmm. unhappy, it is going to be more difficult to write. And that's not to say that if you're struggling like with your mental health, that you can't be a writer. Obviously you can. Yeah. I, I can attest to that. But... Yeah. Um, You're going to be producing things that are more in tune with who you are and and like more healthy things in a a healthy way when you feel healthy and you have a better mindset. So if you are somebody who's going to work every day and you're unhappy, can you, like Charlene said, flip the script and have a better point of view for your work to then have a ripple effect on your creativity? Or do you have to make those serious decisions to change your job? Yeah, or yeah. change the relationship if yeah. you're in a bad relationship. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowing things in your life that have such a massive negative effect yeah. that therefore has a ripple effect on this beautiful thing that you want to do, which is your creativity. So
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of things we ended up talking about. A lot, a lot, line, isn't we,
1: it? We, we took a deep dive there. Yeah. This was, I feel like this was a deep episode, but it, it, it came from conversations that we've been yes. having lately
0: we needed um, to hear it we needed to we say did. it. Yeah. And, and
1: i think like going on this journey myself this year for mm. 2023 i always come up with some sort of journey that i'm gonna go Same. on in, in, in the year <laughs> and and this year is for me living in the moment yeah. and um I have been so far, and it's been really interesting. It's been really nice, and I want to live in the moment with my writing. Mm. I do have to work back up that discipline because I spent twenty twenty two not having discipline, um, and that's okay. Yeah, I, I'm course. letting go of that. That that's fine. This is a new year, and this is it's not a every new me. year, every day requires me.
0: different things from me.
1: Absolutely, and that's so okay. I I started this year. Even when I went to work, everyone was like, "Why are you so positive? Like, <laughs> something happened or something changed? Yeah, my mindset. Yeah. <laughs> and so everyone was <laughs> like that. at work, like, "Why are you so happy? And then, but they're like. Like moaning like why are you so happy but then they're like getting happy and it's, it's like contagious and oh, I'm all happy it. but I feel like you have to sometimes it sounds crazy but you have to sometimes force yourself to feel happy to yes. be happy yes because you have to force yourself past whatever that dark thing is to actually be able choose to see happiness yeah do, because think. you can see it's almost like you let the light in so you can see because if you're in a pitch black room you see nothing yes if you actually turn a lamp on you suddenly see part of the room or at least exactly, a, you know a glow yeah. over the room you turn a brighter light on and it just gets better yeah and so it's like sometimes we need to be in control of the lights that we're putting on yeah and like how that. bright they go yeah um because it, it then opens way for things that we couldn't see before. And yes. I think that, that's so important. I actually really am proud of that metaphor, guys. I, I really I'm, like it. I'm proud of that find metaphor. Find the light, guys. Turn on the light.
0: <laughs> I, I do like that. And it's it's true. It will have a ripple effect. And I think that that's a practice. Yeah. And it is a practice. That's yeah. a practice that's not really, really healthy in general. And yeah. it will have a beautiful effect on all areas of your life. Yeah, if you can absolutely. find even one tiny little thing mm-hmm. to to hold onto and be that light in your day
1: absolutely absolutely but um we're coming to an end now yeah and I think what we will say is we just like we say we made this podcast because we're just so passionate about writing yeah um we're passionate about other people writing we Mm -hmm. think it's such a beautiful thing it's such a unique and cool thing and I could talk about it all day I'm obsessed with it Um, (laughs) even when I'm not in the mood to do it I still love it yes uh, which is what helps me to know I want to do it yes um and we just want you know every episode that you guys listen to to just bring you closer to your goals and your yeah. dreams. And we don't, we're not sitting here pretending to know everything or to be professionals. Yeah, you know, we're learning it, same yeah, time as you. We, we are literally just sharing our life experiences with you. And sometimes, you know, we'll we'll do an episode and what we thought two months ago might not be what we think
0: yeah you know the next it time it just we shows speak, that we're but, growing
1: yeah and i think growth is one of the most beautiful things you can yeah. do and so we just really want you to grow with us and we want to help Definitely. you the more people we can help again that makes me happy i know it makes Shana Build happy. a community
0: that will help Absolutely. each other like that's just a massive yeah. dream it's, that is it's the
1: best thing ever isn't it um but
0: like we say even though we're not there yet we're okay because oh we're, we're enjoying it we're, we're good we it. are we're totally enjoying it Enjoy Enjoy i think the journey, the journey
1: is the most rewarding thing because it shows you work for it yes you know if it came easy would we even care
0: yeah you don't appreciate it when you're just handed to you yeah. yeah
1: so we just want you to go on this journey with us um, yep. we're so thankful for anyone that is listening yeah um, and we really just hope that you know your writing dreams come true and that you know every episode just brings you closer to that goal yeah
0: so, so do yeah. not quit your daydream do we're definitely not, not doing, doing that, that.
1: <laughs> never
0: <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe so that you get notifications About our podcast every week. We'll Mm -hmm. keep showing up if you do too. And until next time, bye guys! Bye. Bye. Bye!